This is the Lemon Pepper Wings and Fundamentals Podcast. We're going to have all your current NBA news, our takes, and everything up to date in the modern NBA world. Stay tuned. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us talk about NBA basketball and more specifically the trade deadline. My name is Lewis Burke Bingler and my co-host here is going to introduce himself. He hasn't made a jump shot since 2019 and some might say he has the best basketball mind in St. Charles County. Go ahead and say hello. Well, thank you very much. I'm Rob Masnika. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Rob, we're going to talk about what went down today in the NBA world, specifically the trade deadline. So I think we should talk about first all these teams that haven't done anything and are struggling to win and move up in standing. So, I th- okay, Warriors didn't do anything. Klay Thompson's been struggling, um, and he's been on the he's been on the block because his recent recent struggles hasn't been shooting the ball well, and. People don't know what to do with him. But he, he also has spurts because he's Clay Thompson, four championships where he does go off and play well. Right. Uh, well, it's it's that time in his career, you know, as an aging player, you have to kind of adjust your game when you're getting a little older. Things aren't always going to go your way. And luckily, they've had their younger guys step up, specifically Jonathan Kaminga, Brandon Pajemski. Those guys have been really solid in place of him at that moment. But not making a move at this deadline really doesn't, that really doesn't put them in as contenders, I think. No, and you have to look at Steph Curry, too. Steph Curry obviously has lots of stuff left in the tank. And you don't want that to go to waste because, you know, you make a couple moves, maybe something happens where they become another a contender because they're not in the playoffs right now. They're not in the play-in. And Chris Paul's sitting on the bench with a broken hand. So maybe something happens where they make make a move and they boost themselves up. But, obviously, it didn't happen. I mean, there's people on the buyout market that they could attract. But, I don't know. It's not looking slim and good for the future. No, there was, you know, there was whispers and rumors going on all day from trusted sources that they were looking into guys like Alex Caruso from the Chicago Bulls, one of the best defenders as a guard in the Un- NBA. Underrated. Yeah. Very for, underrated. For a few years now, he's been on the trade block. No moves were made there. I mean, in, in that tough top-heavy Western Conference, it's going to be really hard to compete. Yeah, and then you look at their uh, conference rival, the Lakers, they also did nothing after supposedly an incredible offseason where they had the best offseason. Christian Wood, Gabe Vincent, uh, Tarian, Tar- how do you say his name? Torian Prince. Torian Prince. Gabe Vincent. Uh, Malik, oh no, Malik Beasley's on the box. Um yeah, they, they went out and got guys, yeah. and that's what they were thinking. They were going to surround him around LeBron James and having a good supporting cast, but uh, guys like Jared Vanderbilt and Gabe Vincent have been out all year. They're optimistic that they're going to return and play to their form, but it might be unreal, unrealistic at this point. They're, they're on the outside looking in. They're, they're around the play-in, around 9th or 10th seed. Uh, it's really not looking good for them, and not making any moves is not really putting them as putting them in as a contender for me. No, in the past, like, week, week or two, or, like, month, LeBron does what he does best and does cryptic messages on his social media where he wants to make moves, and then 
what's the GM's name? Rob Polinka. Yep. Sits at his desk, plays Angry Birds, and does nothing. Yep. And like guys like D'Angelo Russell, who have come up in trade rumors, uh, started playing phenomenally. I mean, his stats in the month of January, once his name came up in trade rumors, twenty three points per game. Six assists, playing in an all-star form in the month of January, just to avoid being traded. Although I think they could have gotten really good assets. I mean, they're also not really looking for draft picks at this point. They're trying to win. They have LeBron James, trying to you know. And Anthony Davis has been has been playing good too. Now they have assets. They yeah. just don't do anything. You you gotta wonder what's going on at the front office there sometimes. Uh, we could stay in the West and the Kings, who are in playoff contention, but. I'm not sure how serious people are taking them. They also they also didn't make any moves. Um, they should have. Um, I know we talked about not on this podcast, but Pascal Siakam would have been cool, or maybe Laurie Markkinen. But obviously, yes. they can't do that anymore. Those two, have, Pascal went to the uh, Pacers, seems to be fitting well there, and Laurie's still in Utah, probably yeah. going to be the guy in Utah. Well, the Kings have been severely underrated for years. In the past, they've been a top-four seed in the West, having home court advantage in the playoffs. They have guys like De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis, who are all-star caliber for the past three to four years. DeMontis Sabonis, quick side tangent, snubbed from the all-star game after being sixth in MVP voting. It's ridiculous. And, you know, it's it's enough for them to, to, to win games, but I don't know if it's enough to put them over the edge to teams like the Clippers, the OKC Thunder, the Nuggets. I don't think it's enough to to beat those teams. And, yeah, those teams are tough because you saw last night with how, how the standings look. Clippers were the first seed last night, lost one game, now they're the fourth seed. So it's going to be tight. And if they want it, they should have made a move and should have, could have, would have for them. Yep. But, yeah, uh, we could, yeah we'll, we'll stay west. Uh, OKC got their veteran with Gordon Hayward. Um People should be scared of that team. Yes, they should. I mean, they traded away a young guy in Trey Mann, who was a great young player, but they, they have a lot of guards on that team. So trading for the veteran wing guy, that is going to really help them because they're, they're the youngest team in the NBA, and they're currently the top of the West Conference. Yeah, they're, so. top, they're top four. They're probably one or three right now. Yep. Yeah, so that's something. Yeah, they are... I guess what we would call last this year's beam team with Sacramento last year. Would you would you would you call them that? I I think this team better. Has, I think I, this team's a lot better. Yeah. It has a lot more prospect into winning. I mean, these guys have already shown that they can win. Guys like Shea Gil, Shea Gilgis Alexander, top three in MVP voting this year, who has been absolutely ph- phenomenal. Chet Holmgren coming in as a second year rookie, technically having his first year. Uh, out due to a foot injury, he's stepped in and filled that center role for them that they've been looking for. I mean, adding this veteran is really going to help them in the locker room, going to boost morale down the stretch. It's a long, drawn out NBA season, and they're they're hanging they're hanging on. One thing to note is that Gordon Hayward is very injury prone. He is currently injured. Yep. But when he's not hurt, he's healthy. The dude can play basketball pretty well. Yes. So that would be cool. Something to keep an eye on for them for sure. And then with the Suns, uh, they – what happened? Royce O'Neal? Yes. They how, how many – three second-round picks? Three second-round picks and three role players on that team. Uh, they they well, traded Bates, Diop, and Yuta Watanabe. Yeah, corner three specialists, yep. left hand. 
I mean, so that really, I mean, that helps that helps them, I think. It's an upgrade to those guys. But, I mean, after your first seven guys on that team, you don't really have any more depth than that. What happens when one of those guys goes down? Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, those guys aren't really known for playing 82 games in a year. They're, they're also injury-prone. Especially Bradley Beal. I mean, you, you, you see Devin Booker's recent stretch of games, crazy numbers, but they don't win those games. It's almost like they care more about scoring rather than winning. But yeah, I, don't, um, I, don't, I don't think this move puts them over the top. No, and they've been struggling all year. Even, even in the offseason, people are freaking out, saying that they were going to win, win the West, but they're not even in top four contention with other teams. And we could talk. And we could talk about the Mavs. Um, PJ Washington. That's a good acquisition. They gave up Seth Curry, Grant Williams, and a first round pick. And a first round pick. So you can't say that Luca doesn't really have a lot of help anymore. But when Luca's by himself, he tends to dominate. And you saw his seventy three point performance a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to do that when you have Kyrie Irving with you and, and win, because they're both yes. two ball-dominant guards, yep. need the ball to make plays and win. But, I mean, it's they started off strong, and they kind of slipped up. Some people got hurt, but I don't I, know. I we'll definitely, see. I definitely do think this is an upgrade to the roster, but they they may have overpaid. I mean, giving up Grant Williams, who is a solid wing player for them, Seth Curry kind of lower on that chart, and a first-round pick just for P.J. Washington – I don't know if you would give up that many assets to stay mediocre. I mean, they're obviously trying to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie has also been you know, kind of iffy with the injuries this year as well. And, and like you said, that, that, that dynamic of the two ball-dominant guards isn't really something we've seen as, as winners. Yeah, that should be, that should be interesting. I mean, you want, you want to see Luka do good because yes. a lot of Dirk in him, not the same player obviously um rob wants to talk about the bulls and make that shift over to the eastern conference yeah what's going on what's going on in chicago what's what should have happened what what do you wish would have happened uh the the owner of the team is scared of commitment uh you know that's how i like to say it like he the a lot of the people in the organization have been trying to shift to kind of a rebuild because they're sitting in the nine seed this year. You know, on paper, it's a really good team with DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, Kobe White, who's been phenomenal this year in the running for most improved player. And they failed to make any moves at this deadline. I mean, DeMar DeRozan is a 34-year-old on an expiring contract. I don't know that a guy like that would really want to re-sign to a team like this. At, at, the, at this point in his career, he's really looking to get onto a contender. And you also have guys like Alex Caruso, who I mentioned earlier, great on-ball defender, had a lot of value this year, could have gotten you a first-round pick. Uh, and also a guy like Andre Drummond, who in 2020 in, in the bubble locked up Nikola Jokic. And that was a, that's a guy that could have really helped any Western Conference team out this year. In doing so, he's had a really good year, and he could have given a lot of value, and they decided to make zero moves. Yeah, that's that's interesting, because they're not in a spot where they are winning, but they're not in a spot where they're losing. Living in mediocrity is not a place you want to be in the NBA. No, you don't, and that's that's how things fall apart. But, I don't know, Alonzo's been hurt, and 
I would not put a lot of weight on his shoulders because the doctors are saying or said that they've never seen anything like his knee injury before. And you can't you can't risk it too much with him. But we'll see. Time time will tell. Mm-hmm. Um, we could talk. Let's talk about the Knicks because the Knicks. The Knicks made a push. Knicks are a serious contending contending team now. A lot. I, I can challenge you on that a little bit. They they're deep. Um, well, since the OG Ananobi trade, they've I think they went eight and zero or eight and two or something like that. Very good since that trade. Yeah, very... it, it was just released not too long ago that he had to have elbow surgery for his oh. recent injury, which is not something that you'd like to hear out of a guy that's been performing for this team really well. And not to mention their all-star, Julius Randle, is also out with a dislocated shoulder. Not really a timetable of a return yet. Something like that can either be a few weeks or it can be a few months. That's not something that's necessarily good for that team right now. Although they're winning, another all-star they have, Jalen Brunson, has been carrying the team in the meantime. And they, they made a lot of solid trades at, at this deadline. Brunson should have been an all-star starter over Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Um, there's, there should be no debate about that. Um, well, the good thing about the injuries is that all-star break is coming up here soon. Yes. And the guys that they acquired should be enough to keep them winning until they get back, potentially. I believe so. I think, I think they can end this year top three seed in the East and be in contention. That would be cool to see because Knicks haven't really been relevant since... The 90s. The 90s. Yeah. Sliced bread. Yep. Something like that. Um, we have the, the Pistons are, were a part of that New York trade. Uh, Pistons are very bad. They acquired Quentin Grimes from New York, Evan Fournier, two second-round picks, Troy Brown, Shake Milton, and also, what's his name? Dante Monte Ellis. Monte Morris. Monte Morris. Monte Ellis. They traded Monte Morris. Yeah, Monte Morris. That was uh, from... To the Timberwolves. Timberwolves, yeah. So not Knicks. So they acquired three second-round picks. I mean, this is a rebuilding squad. You like gathering assets. You got a few guys in return, see what they can do. They also had a solid role player, Killian Hayes, who Mm. has been underperforming this year. They released him today after the deadline. So he'll be entering that buyout market, which contending teams are going to be looking to acquire him soon and may, I don't know the Killian Hayes may be the reason for his underperformance recently it'd be a lack of motivation because he's in Detroit that could be a stretch for sure but um yeah Detroit's the Detroit's 28 game losing streak is very demoralizing yeah I mean their 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 top pick in 2020 Cade Cunningham has been really discouraged and it's really hard to play in conditions like that. I mean, being traded to a team like that, Quentin Grimes was someone that was disgruntled on the Knicks and was looking for a change of scenery. Maybe he can be that spark plug they need, you know, moving into the future. They're they're entering the rebuild, and that and that's a good thing for that team. Perhaps it's 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 a long rebuild, but it's it's also Detroit. Yep. All right, I think we, yeah we got time for. One more team. That's uh, or we we, we could do two more. The uh, Pacers got Doug McDermott. They did trade yeah. for Doug McDermott today. The, I don't really know the thought process on that. He's not somebody that's really been effective in his time in the NBA. Um, I mean, it's going to be depth on the bench, which is what which is something that they're looking for. Um, I mean, but they they really should have been looking for defensive minded players. Yeah, cause... like Alex Crusoe. 
that would have been great because you know that backcourt uh, Tyrese and who else? Um, uh, they have Aaron Neesmith. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Neesmith. He's he can kind of play defense. He's kind of he's kind of a tryhard. T.J. McConnell. T.J. Mc, T.J. McConnell is just a Doug McDermott. He's the exact same thing. But yeah, I don't know. Um, they also acquired Pascal Siakam a few yeah, weeks ago. A few from weeks ago, Toronto. that that was cool. And Ty, uh, I know Tyrese leads the league in transition assists, and, and Siakam leads the league in, in transition points. Transition points. And so that'll a, be cool. That's a guy you like running out in transition. Yeah. A big man for him and I mean that's a that's a team that's it's going to be tough to compete in that in in the top heavy Eastern Conference as well both conferences very top heavy I really only see teams like Boston uh New York Cleveland I mean it's going to be hard for the Pacers to enter that tier Pacers have had their way with the Bucks this year they beat them I think three or four times in all their matchups and they just required Pat Beverly from the 76ers who sent the Milwaukee sent campaign to Philadelphia. Yes. And uh, you like this trade a lot. I do like this you trade. You like it a lot. Patrick Beverly brings a lot of energy, and I think energy is what they need. They the, they made history for uh, having the best record in NBA history, trading their – or firing their head coach. They hired on Doc Rivers, who is kind of known for not being able to win in the playoffs. So it's going to be something to watch moving forward. Yeah, uh, they're one in four with Doc Rivers right now. Adrian Griffin, Adrian, Adrian Griffin had that team at the second best record in the East, or maybe the NBA. Uh, we can talk about the Celtics. We can talk about the Celtics. Uh, Celtics didn't really need to make much bunch of moves, but uh, the center depth was important. They acquired Xavier Tillman from Memphis. They sent Lamar Stevens and two second round picks. Mm-hmm. The Reason for that, definitely because, well, Xavier Tillman's a dog. He can defend. He's gritty. Kind of like a Marcus Smart a little bit. But you look at the center spot, and back-to-back games are a thing with Al Horford and Chris Porzingis, and you don't want to play them both if you're on a back-to-back. Rest Chris Dops or rest Al Horford, because Al Horford can still produce at 38. We all know what Chris Porzingis can do if he's healthy, which he's been healthy for a good chunk of the season. He has had some minor injuries, nothing super bad holding him back, knock on wood. Yeah, but ad- adding depth to this team is really helpful to a contending team who I think can win it all this year. It's just some insurance. And, man, things I do to watch that team win it all. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I need – what else? They did Jaden Springer, which I'm not too sure if I know enough about, but he can defend. 76ers sent him over. For two second round picks, and Philadelphia fans don't seem too happy about that. I guess he might have been a fan favorite, but you know, it was a busy day around the association, and it wasn't the best trade deadline from previous years. But I think I think the role players that got moved around are going to be really exciting to watch moving forward. Yeah, that's a good point because it wasn't like you look at like two years ago was the James Harden yes to, to Brooklyn. Brooklyn or to Philadelphia to Ben Simmons to. Uh, New York or Brooklyn, and that was a pretty big one. I don't know what last year's big one was. Kyrie to Dallas. Yeah, Kyrie to Dallas was pretty big. Um, I think that that probably was the big mass. I mean, Damian Lillard to Milwaukee might have been. That that was this year. Yeah, that was yeah that was the off season. But yeah, I mean, there was there wasn't a blockbuster trade per se, but a lot of the moves that are made are going to make a difference. Yeah, a lot of the minor ones. 
should help the teams that were trying to get what they want to hopefully get what they want, especially New York, because that, that's probably the story right there. But, yeah, that's, that's all the time we have today. Uh, thanks for taking time out of your day. Uh, Rob's going to go practice his jump shot so he can take that title off his name, and we're going to keep you guys updated on everything NBA, everything, everything new, and we're going to do our best to keep things in the loop. Thanks for listening. Before we go, this is a reminder to eat right, stretch, drink water, and season those wings. We'll see you back here again soon.